Stockton and Lemuria case closed. Record columnist Mike Fitzgerald posted June 3rd, 2017 at 1.30 p.m. A New York paranormal researcher and filmmaker says he's finally cracked the case of a mysterious man who pulled off the most outlandish flim-flam in Stockton history. Stephen Sindoni says after years of sleuthing, he's discovered the true identity of a J.C. Brown who, in 1934, tricked scores of Stocktonians into believing in a fabled place called Lemuria. The information below will connect the dots, Sindoni writes. American folklore and legend has now one less mystery. Come with me down the rabbit hole as I explain. And remember, I don't make them up. I just report them. The Stockton record on June 9th 1934 reported that 80 Stocktonians were found that morning at the Inner Harbor waiting in vain for boats. One question that people said they had signed on to an archaeological expedition, one supposedly to take them north to Mount Shasta and deep inside the mountain. There, these people believed recently had been discovered remains of a race of higher beings, the Lemurians. Lemuria is a legend, the Atlantis of the Pacific. Many Stocktonians had sold their houses and quit jobs, expecting to become rich and famous, like Lord Carnarvon had done a decade earlier by discovering the treasure-filled tomb of Tutankhamun. Except the boats didn't come. It was all bullpucky. The record ran a jubilant, top-of-the-fold, page-one headline, 80 Stocktonians left behind in search for lost continent. When the reporters got around to the who and why, the victims said they had been attending the daily lectures on Lemuria held in a house on the 1700 block of North San Joaquin Street. The lecturer, a mining engineer who claimed to have discovered it, called himself J.C. Brown. Cultured white-haired Brown said he had stumbled upon a hidden door on Mount Shasta while doing geological research. The door opened onto a tunnel. In spellbinding detail, Brown described descending 11 miles to what he called the village and finding among its dwellings, streets, and ornate altars, 27 skeletons of beings up to 10 feet in height, an embalmed king and queen, and a fortune in gold, radium, and copper. Brian was supposed to lead the expedition, but on the departure day, the boats, which he had promised that would be there, were not. Brown did a royal Houdini. He was never heard from again. Reporters investigating found that he wasn't who he said he was, but they never established Brown's true identity or why he'd run such an elaborate ruse. He never took a penny from anybody. I reported this delightful, baffling tale ten years ago. Sindoni plucked it off the web. Sindoni became, I won't say obsessed, determined to unravel the mystery of J.C. Brown. The twist, as his saga needs another one, is that Sindoni is one of those New Age ufologist types who really believes in Lemuria and other paranormal things. He travels to Stockton with a film crew to film locations, and me, sheepishly, he scoured the side of Mount Shasta for the hidden door. For a decade, 
He's burrowed into archives in America and the United Kingdom to find out who J.C. Brown really was. It is my strong belief that J.C. Brown was really a man named John Benjamin Body, Sindoni said. J.B. Body really was a retired mining engineer who had worked in Mexico and elsewhere for the Lord Cowdery Mining Company of England. Sindoni unearthed records that shows Body's in-laws lived in a house right across San Joaquin Street from the one in which he lectured about Lemuria. So it appears the man who pulled off the biggest prank in Stockton history was really a visiting retiree named J.B. Body. But why? Who does that? Powered, perhaps, by energy from the vortex surrounding Mount Shasta. We'll find answers one day. This was written by columnist Michael Fitzgerald. <laughs>